Hey guys, welcome back to the Elevate Podcast, a show where we bring you impactful insights, guest interviews, success stories, and much more. Make sure to stay connected on v3u.com. We're your hosts, Axel York and Eric Corbridge. Guys, make sure to check back with us regularly. Stay up to date, get insider tips, really learn what it takes to get yourself to the next level. Follow us at V3Sales on the gram. And as always, remember, stay elevated. Um, we want to we segue a little bit into mindset, which is uh, probably one of the most important pieces. You know, you can have all the the tools, tricks, tips you want in your arsenal, but if the if the mindset isn't right, then you're in trouble. Yeah, um, definitely. So we kind of left off talking about, you know, ways to, to overcome those objections uh, that you get. We, we had a couple tips for the, the listeners out there. Feel felt found, uh, acknowledge, respond, redirect the, you know, I'm not here to waste your time kind of kind of thing, which I mean, really, that's just having the mindset of, you know, determination and and polite persistence, right? When I talk to a new rep, that's what I I tell them is like you need to have that mindset of of polite persistence of like, yeah. you know, I'm I'm gonna I, I have this path, you know, this uh, almost like the the straight line, right, that I need to go down, and and I'm gonna go down it. It doesn't matter if you try to pull me off, you know, or or throw an objection in my face. Like we're gonna we're gonna yeah, go down that path. Bring it on, and we'll we'll keep going. We'll keep moving forward regardless of the objection. Right? Totally, yeah. And and having that attitude of you know this is the this is the process. This is what we need to go through. Um, you know, and and the, you don't necessarily want to act surprised, but you want to condition yourself to where you're like surprised if if things aren't going the way that you're you know necessarily planning, right? Like. Like you, you want to be able to recover from that. You don't want it to fluster you or to phase you, but you need to almost, it's more so just have that assurity, have that mental assurity that like, this is the path we're going down yeah. and, and this is where we need to get to. And if, if they try to take you off that, like, whoa, no, 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 you know, we, you know, let's go back down this. this well, it's kind of like what we, we ended with talking in the last, the last <clears throat> episode is, um, you know, if I, if I feel like I'm combating with the, the customer, mm-hmm. I'm doing it wrong. You right. Know? And so you, when, when an object, when an, when an objection comes, uh, you've got to get to that point where you're, you're on their side, even though it's an objection to what you're there to do. Right. Totally. Yeah. And, and that's why, you know, I was talking about, uh, how, um, how to win friends and influence people became so influential for me because that's how I learned how to do that. And it was, mm-hmm. I don't care if they're not interested in what I'm doing. I'm going to get on their side and we'll, we'll become interested kind of together. And, um, you get comfortable with it and you, you right. get, you get so confident in that <coughs> ability that it, it, you know, it's, you have to, to go through the reps and the, the exposure right. of it. But, um, yeah, as you, as you do that more, it's, it's becoming, it, it becomes second nature to you to where it doesn't matter what they say. I hear crazy objections all the time still, I never worry about how to handle them because once you start to master objections and you have that mindset of anything can come at me, I can, I can take it on. Right. Um, you can literally take anything on. Yeah. I I hear the most ridiculous things or customers are are rude or whatever. Homeowners are, you know, belligerent. It doesn't matter to me. You just, Mm -hmm. okay, well move it on. Let's, let's keep going. Yeah. that, That was one of the things, um, actually when you went down to Corona and you started, 
um, running, running that office, uh, one of the reps, uh, approached me. It was somebody that I, that I had hired and I was just kind of checking in on them. And, and they had mentioned that like, you know, the, the, you, you guys had encountered a, a the, he was like, this was a super rude customer. Like I couldn't believe, you know, that, know that he would story. say this to, to, to another human being. Um, and I won't go through all the, the, the details cause you know, there's some, there's some hurtful stuff said, no, um, but it you know, he's affected me. Yeah. You were, you were pretty torn up for days <laughs> I heard. Um, you know, but he said, he said, man, the way that Peter was able to like, just let that roll off his shoulders, like nothing happened. He's like, I couldn't believe it. He was like, I was like upset for Peter <laughs> and you know, and he didn't even say anything about me or to me. And, and we went to the next door and it was like, it never even happened. And he was like, man, that's like, that's the level that I, that I got to get to. Yeah. And that's, yeah. That's, that's funny. I've never heard. I've, I didn't know that. I yeah. mean, I'm, it happens. Right. And it's just kind of, that's one of those things I had to develop was, you know, when I, when I got started, I, I took on kind of these three principles that I've come to live by. And, and if you've been, you know, if I've, I've come and done correlation trainings on what like my three keys to success were in the field Mm -hmm. but going off that one of them was i just told myself i wasn't going to allow myself to be um affected or impacted by someone telling me no or being rude right like it just could not affect me because i noticed when it did the next 20 doors were worse yeah you know and so if i learned the mindset of just they're not telling me no right no one's saying no to me yeah it's not because you know i have blue eyes or whatever you know it's not because i wore shoes they didn't like it's right it's they're just saying no to whatever i'm telling them but yeah or they're just well in bad time sometimes not even that right because because like we talked about you know on, on the last show like a lot of times they don't even they don't even give you the opportunity yeah they don't even know you. what they're saying no to right. and before they close yeah. the door and yeah. and so they yeah to get like upset over that over somebody like saying no to something they have no idea about to a person they don't know it's like no you just you 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 move forward um yeah it's one of the like and i'm not going to go too far off on a tangent but like it's one of the things that i've uh, you know i've noticed like i started meditating uh, a long time ago and it helps to just like see see kind of where your thoughts develop from and, and be able to like almost as like a third party like look at them and, you know, anybody that gets upset, like, like everybody listening, the next time you get upset, like try to do that, try to like do, do an analysis on that and be, you, you'll likely be shocked at like how unreasonable, you know, you're being. Oh, and, yeah. and it would be great if, if every door we knocked the people had that, you know, cause they wouldn't be as unreasonable. But when, when you're able to see that and, and realize like, Hey, there's really no reason for me to get upset in this situation. And, and even in situations where you almost could make the argument, uh, that, that I should get upset, you know, versus like somebody being mean to me on the doors, that's never, you know, heard my pitch or seen my face before, yeah. you know, somebody cuts you off in traffic or, or, or whatever it is, you know, to just, yeah, keep a, keep a cool head. Um, and, and that carries on even into like leadership, you know, and it's anybody listening to this, that's in a leadership position, that's definitely a, a skill that you need to cultivate, but. Oh, totally. I. I heard, and it was it was actually more marital advice, but and wrap up this tangent. But I, uh, one of the rules I took in when I started leading and managing uh, just teams, and and then eventually an office for this was when when I heard something that 
affected me or a, something erupted that was in a negative way mm-hmm. that would kind of you know frustrate me or whatever i i wouldn't allow myself to send the text or make the phone call right. yeah. for at least like 20 30 minutes like yeah. and that's not like a super long time but like that was long enough that i could uh, you know 20 30 minutes after i got the information right mm-hmm. that was long enough for me to kind of okay calm down like step back let's let's step yeah. back and look at what actually is happening what's <clears throat> the actual effect here right and then i could handle you know calling that rep or dealing with the situation mm-hmm. as in a much clearer mind right um which obviously makes makes know, a resolve in the situation yeah. way yeah. better yeah 100 percent well, let's let's jump into this. What um, you know, a lot of people, yeah, and and I don't know, like there, people get to different stages, right? Like, um, it, it could be that they're just like afraid, you know, to start knocking doors. Maybe, maybe they're a new rep. Uh, maybe they go through a period where, you know, they're they're working their network, they're pulling in referrals, you know, they're not out there getting after it, and and I've seen this time and time again. They almost develop like a fear of the doors or, or develop a sense of like complacency or, you know, whatever it is, like what, I mean, what are your thoughts there in terms of like the kind of mindset that you need to have to overcome that type of a problem? That's, that's a good question just because I've gone through waves where nothing scared me, you know, in the field. Right. And then I've also gone through waves, even, you know, being a veteran in this now where, I'll walk up to that door and I see, you know, the smallest no soliciting sign. And I'm like, eh, not today. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I walk off the door and I'm like, what am I, who are you? Right. You know, I'm like, how did I get back to this point? Right. Yeah. Um, and so I, I, and I've, I've been through that and, <clears throat> and I know what, you know, what the reps think. And, and for me, for me, a lot of what helped me kind of get through, you know, being, so to speak, the afraid of the doors or whatever. And it, it's the crazy thing. And everyone looks for the secret sauce, right? Everyone wants the totally. answers. Yeah. And it's it's frustrated me <clears throat> because when I finally realized what the answer was, I felt like I felt like an idiot. Right. Because <laughs> the answer is so simple. It's knock the door. Yeah. Like, who cares? Yeah. Um, and. And there's no, there's no situation that's going to make it better. There's no timing that's going to make it better. Yeah, maybe I knock the door and the guy's like, dude, I'm busy. Like, you cannot talk to me right now. Okay, mm-hmm. like, whatever. But at least I did that. Right. And at least I faced that. And now when I go back, I can catch him at a better <clears throat> time and he sees the follow-up or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, and for me, it took a little bit of time you know, to realize the mindset on the door is is go and do it mm-hmm. you know it's stop sure. talking about it it's right. stop practicing the pitch so much it's your pitch is gonna get better as you do it and so one of the things that i did to develop my mindset was i i kept track of doors and and whatnot but i just made sure my time in the field and when i mean in the field i mean i'm out of my car actively knocking a door right i'm, yeah. I'm knocking as many doors as i can but I stopped keeping track of just the amount of doors I was hitting and just worried about the amount of hours I was spending. Mm-hmm. And and I noticed when I was having a really hard time you know, being af- afraid of the doors or however, you know, whatever it was, was going on, the longer I spent in that, 
the more comfortable I became. Yep. Right. And, and that's just simple. And that's what everyone, all the answers tell you. I, <coughs> that's why I was frustrated with, Oh, they, they were right. 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 And that's, yeah. that's even basic psychology, right? It's still crazy to me that, you know, to face a fear is the best way to get rid of a fear, right? You're afraid of spiders. Totally. Legitimately, some of the, you know, therapy for that is to put you in a room with spiders. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's how primitive is that, but it actually right. it, works. It's effective. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that's, um, uh, you know, that's, uh, shoot, that's, that's Occam's razor, right? Is, you know, the, the most obvious answer is likely the, the answer, the answer or, or the simplest explanation. So just like you touched on, like, and, and, and how many times do we see that where people are like, man, I'm, I'm going through this problem or this problem. And it could be personal life. It could be, it could be work. It could be whatever it is. And it's like, Hey, here's the answer is go knock. Like, yeah, that's the solution. You know, that, that needs to be your, your, your therapy basically. And, and the reality is that that'll translate like people, you know, people need to do well in, in their work, in their, in their career, in their lives. And when you can, you know, when you can have success there, that just, that's a springboard to you having success in, in other areas of life or, or even just, you know, feeling, feeling good about the day, feeling good about yourself, whatever yeah. it is like you know, that dopamine hit when you, you know, when you get a bill or, you know, when you get a deal, you know, you, you get a pending sale or you get a sold, like that's a freaking great feeling. And it's, it's just, it's so funny, you know, it's this, this like cognitive dissonance. And, and you talked about this a little bit at, at Vimcon. Good topic. Yeah. The, the idea of cognitive dissonance where you know what you need to do. You, you, you know that that feeling feels good, but you avoid that like action that leads up to it, you know, and, and you're basically sacrificing, you know, the, the long term for the like short term gratification. Yeah. And, and so it's funny how people, they can have this negotiation with themselves and, and you can map this on to, you know, to, to anything that you do. Let's say, you know, you got to go start training for, you know, the, the, the Spartan race or whatever, like people, you know, they, they want to do that. They want to win that race, but they don't want to put the time in training in order to achieve it. And it's just, it's a wild, you know, idea. You, you mentioned an idea earlier <clears throat> that I would like you to kind of expound on. Um, but it was basically like, you know, you can hit the field for, you know, let's say six, eight hours at, at a time. And it might take you a couple hours to, to warm up to it. And a lot of people, you know, they're like, no, I'm just going to focus on prime time or, you know, I'm going to, so somehow they, they have these like self-limiting beliefs, um, that, that, causes them, you know, harm, whether it's, you know, financial or, or, or mental harm. And the way that I look at it is almost like, like a runner, you know, and, and I'm not, I'm not big on cardio, but I know that, you know, if you set out, you know, and, and right now I could probably <clears throat> knock out a solid two mile run without any, uh, strain strain. Um, but no, let's say, let's say I go to do a 10 mile run. Like I could go and run 10 miles, uh, right now, you know, the first two miles, I'm going to like hate my life. Yeah. But then once you pass that, that point, you know, and, and a lot of people talk about like you get this runner's high. Um, and, and it, I think and there's even rhythm. A, yeah. There's a, there's even a middle point where like, yeah, you just break into that rhythm and it becomes easier. Like you're and and running, you know, your body's looser, you know, you're warmed up, you're, you're stretched out, you're, you're comfortable with what you're doing. Um, you, you spent some time in this, um, status or the yeah. state, I should say. 
Um, and it, it makes the rest of that, uh, that pretty easy. And, and I think it's no different on the doors and you know what, yeah. What are your thoughts there? No, that's spot on. Um, and I, when I hear reps say, you know, well, I've been doing this long enough. I just hit prime time. I'm like, Oh, that's the death of you. Yeah. Like sayonara. Right. Um, because that means their mindset's totally clicked yep. off to, to being hungry. Right. Right. And, and that's, so first off you have to start like hungry. Yeah. Like you don't start a day with the idea that like, I'm going to go kill it and I need these leads. Mm -hmm. Like you can't have any idea of like, Hey, I made 25 grand last month. Right. I'm, I'm good. Like who cares? Like yeah. you, your job is to, to bring more business in. Yeah. Um, and, and it's not even about your job, but it's about progress. Like you've right. got to just fall in love with, with not success, but with progression and growth. Yeah. And that for me was one of the most important things that helped me like comp continue to progress through like the path of leadership and everything. Cause you know, there was a point where I was like, well, do I even care about managing a team? Like whatever, like. No, like I, I just wanted to keep progressing, get mm -hmm. better. And so, but um, to your point, uh, in terms of just out there in the field, I personally, especially when I was first starting, but even now, um, you know, I can go, I, I remember one Saturday, I didn't have a lot of time and I knocked for two hours and I got 10 leads. Yeah. And it was like the greatest, worst thing that could have ever happened to me. <laughs> right. Because in my head now I was like, well, two hours to me is like 10 leads. So like, why not just work prime time? Mm -hmm. You know, there's three, four hours I could go get 20, 30, 40 leads, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what it showed me was, you know, I was able to like, <clears throat> okay, no, that's, that's not the way to look at it. Yeah. But I was able to see like, no, you can go, you can have some massive action with some massive results if you work, you know, hard. Mm -hmm. Um, but that was, that was an outlier to me. And sure. so what I learned from that was there's a point where you got to get into a flow. Yeah. And what I didn't think about was that whole week I'd been knocking, right? Right. I went to bed at, you know, nine thirty, ten o'clock and I woke up and the very first thing I did was drive back out to the same street yeah. and start and pick up right where I left off. Yeah. Um, and I noticed for me, my afternoons, the way I kind of structured my day was my early afternoons when I started knocking, two o'clock or whenever it was, one o'clock, noon. Mm -hmm. My goal was, there's not a lot of people home. Right. It was just to knock all the houses I could and find those couple people home and hopefully get, you know, one lead. If I can get one lead in the first few hours, that was sure. a success, yeah, that's right? That's a win. Yeah. But it was all about just getting into a state where I was in a rhythm, mm -hmm. right? Phone was out. I didn't have to worry about anything. Like I was just in a rhythm of being out in the field knocking. Yeah. That way, and I take a quick water break, and then when I hit prime time, I didn't have to worry for you know I didn't have to wait for my legs to warm up like you know running like I just was already there. Yeah. My whole mindset, my whole zone was you're in the field. Right. You're, you're doing this. I've noticed when I do you know I only have prime time to knock, it it's not as effective as if mm -hmm. I'd knocked the whole day. Yep. Even though, you know, I'm knocking the most efficient part of the day, uh, it's because I have to get, you have sure. to get you in get that zone. Up. You yeah. got to get warmed up. Um, I was in correlation the other day with, uh, in here in EDH with uh, McNeil, and he talked about how one of the things Josh told him years ago when he started was, 
it's not that you knock eight hours to knock eight hours. It's it's that you knock eight hours because the first six hours gets you ready for the final two hours when you produce. Right. And it made so much sense to me because it made every like it like was like a flashback to all my days of yeah. you know first starting where it's like, oh, it took me all day to get a lead at nine p.m. Right. Right. Yeah. And if I started at seven p.m., guaranteed I wouldn't have you know gotten yeah, that you're lead. Gonna, yeah. Um. And so that's. That was my mindset was it wasn't number of doors or anything like that. It was you got to spend the time in the field to get in the zone. Sure. Um, I started doing a few things to try to help with that. You know, I'd say my pitch, my last 20 minutes of my drive to my area or whatever, mm-hmm. just so that I'd set it, you know, right. 10, 20 times before I got out there. But it was, <clears throat> yeah, it was just being out there. Totally. Yeah. One, one of the things you, you mentioned there, um, just like with that Saturday, it, it it's almost like, uh, Parkinson's law, which is, you know, tasks or what, whatever you have going on, like they, they expand to fill the time you allot them. And, and that's, that's something that, yeah. you know, you, you, you want to be careful of, like, if, if you have that attitude of like, you know, I have, I have all the time in the world or, you know, I can get something tomorrow or, or next week or whatever, um, that can work against you. So you, you have to have, like you mentioned that, that hunger and almost yeah, almost condition your mind like, you know, no, to like, I need to get a sale today. Like, yeah. I, I need to make this happen. Um, you know, and, and even as you're setting goals for yourself, like, you know, realizing that, you know, cool. So I set, you know, three for the week and I have, uh, you know, one on Wednesday and I got one on, you know, Friday. Like, I need to get this other one. I can't just like, I'll make up next week. Like I'll, I'll catch up on my monthly goal or, or whatever it is. Like you have to be hungry to, to get that yeah. and make sure that you don't let time work against you. Well, and that's why I would break up my days even, you know, for me, right. it was, okay, what can I produce in the off time? Right. You know, between 12 to four o'clock, I had a goal. And, and the reason I did that was because it kept me, you know, it kept me hungry with, I hear so much, there's no one home at these hours, blah, 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 blah. Like, mm-hmm. man, if I could get one lead or, you know, back in security days, if I could get one deal during those hours, I always had a way better prime time. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and it was just, yeah, it's making sure that the time that you've got, you're, you're being efficient with it. Yeah. And Definitely. so there's obviously more, there's more productive times, hours of the day, mm-hmm. but you can still be productive and be efficient with, with all hours. Totally. And that was yeah. just learning that idea was, was key for me. Yeah. Let's, um, <clears throat> let's talk a little bit about failure. This is a great topic. Yeah. Fail, failure on the doors. Everybody has experienced it. Yeah. Not everybody enjoys it. Not or, everybody or enjoys it from it. You have to learn to love it. I mean, I joke around a lot. My whole job is to be rejected. Yeah. Like that that's what I do. You know, you <laughs> you go knock a hundred doors and get, you know, a couple of yeses, you still got, you know, ninety no's, ninety five right. no's, right? Your job is to deal with failure. It's it's how elegant you can can handle it and how poised you can stay throughout it until you find the next yes. Yeah. Um, but you gotta it's not just dealing with it. You got to start to understand why it happens right. and learn from it. Well, and, 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 and almost embrace condition it, yourself. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like one, one, uh, yeah. 
I, I heard this the other day. It was it, it's great. Um, failure is the condiment that flavors your success, which is so so true because, and and we've talked about this idea in the past. But you can't. It's like the saying like you can't enjoy a, a sunny day without a few rainy days. Like yeah. you have to have that you have to have that gauge because otherwise you just, you don't appreciate the the success. And we've talked about how, you know, the, those, you know, those failures and those hardships, like turn you into to who you are. Like it, like if, if you want to be this, you know, manager of an office or this regional or, or whatever it is, like you have to become that person. And the only way to do that is to get through those failures. Yeah. But that's, and again, that's that almost that cognitive dissonance where, you know, people don't want to go through that, but they want the end goal. And it's it's really hard. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, we, we joke and we laugh about it, but we laugh about it because we've been through it. Right. And we know what it's like, but we're on the other side and we, we still go through it in our own, you know, personal challenges that we have going on, but we know how to face failure now because we faced it head on. Yeah. And and, and when you say like, you know, we're, we're on the other side, it's, it's we're on the other side of that, uh, almost that resistance to, to failure. So, right? Yeah, exactly. To understand, you know, um, Will Smith puts out some great, great YouTube videos. Yeah. And I, there's one where he's, he's just like driving in his car and talking and he, he just, he opens up and he says, um, fail often and fail forward. Mm-hmm. And I just loved it because it's like, if you're not failing, what are you doing? Right. You're stuck in a rut of, I mean, if you're doing your job and you're just succeeding sure. and you're not failing it, you're just stuck doing the same thing over and over that works. Yeah. Um, well, and, and how many people, f- how many people, f- you know, you, you said fail forward. How many people fail and they like almost like hide from Yeah. That and they give failure. up or whatever. They're like, yeah. Oh, I don't want everyone to know about this. Totally. Like yeah. I, I don't want the spotlight on me, you know, uh, again. Um, yeah, Absolutely. it's 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 one of those things that you have to keep pushing, and my you know my suggestion I I think I think I may have actually stole this from you, so I'll I'll give you credit on this one. But okay, you you, you said something, um, and I've used it a lot, like in talking to new reps or in interviews or whatever, which is like, you know, you just gotta you gotta put your head down for a concentrated period of time, and then you know ninety days out or, or however long out that's when you come up for air. That's when you come up and and you, and you assess and you kind of like zoom out and you're like, all right, cool. I need to recorrect course here. You know, I need to fix that. I need to do this, that, the other thing. Um, and that's the same way that you have to treat it. Like it's almost an afterthought. Like you fail and you're just like, okay, cool. Put that in my mental bank account and I'll, I'll come back to that later. And it could be at the end of the day. Like if you're on the doors, I don't suggest like wait 90 days to assess why you're struggling. Like you should do it at the end of the, you know, I did the 90 the day. days and yeah. I, I still, like, my pitch I, is, uh, yeah, I got 90 days of failure with this one objection. You guys told me after 90 days of failure, yeah. it'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's, um, that's the principle. Um, I actually kind of took that from swimming. Mm. Um, I was training for a triathlon a few years ago and I'd wake up and do these swims and I remember for me, it was, you know, I didn't have like, it was great because whenever I ran or, or was on the bike training, I'd, I'd listen to music or podcast or something. And the pool, I didn't want to go through the hassle of getting like a waterproof, you know, headphone set up. Right. And so it was like thinking time for me. And I remember just, I'd put my head in the water. And when I started my swim, 
there was no stopping. And so it was like your head was in the water. Mm-hmm. And then the next time I'd like pop my head up, I'd finished, you know, the mile swim or whatever sure. I was doing. Yeah. And it kind of made me think like, it's exactly how you got to, you know, assess mm-hmm. it with reps. If you're doing sure. an open water swim, you pop your head up every, you know, little few strokes so you can make sure you're on the right target. But, you know, you're in a pool, you're just following this black line. You're just, you mm-hmm. know, you're constantly making sure you're in line. Mm-hmm. And that's how I looked at it was like, sure. no, yeah. you just, just the, the day to day. Yeah. You don't want to worry about anything else. You just, you're all in. It's mm-hmm. this one thing. You put your eggs in this basket and you put your head in the water and there's no distractions. And when you pop up, you see, holy crap, I just, I just swam a mile or I just figured out how to do this whole pitch. I just figured out right. how to, I just learned how to generate business yeah. on my own yeah. with nothing else. Totally. Just my two feet and my mouth, right? Yep. Some ears. Whatever. That's right. Yeah. Whatever, whatever number whatever. of parts you've got. <laughs> um, yeah, you just, you have to develop the ability to, to really like work through the nose um, and, and do it. Um, you, you said earlier with intention, do it with intention. So, you know, you're, you're not just gliding through, uh, you know, your job, your, your life, your career, whatever, you know, everything you do is done um, with intention. And, and, and I, you know, a little bit off, off on a tangent here, but I encourage everybody to kind of do that, you know, in their, in their personal lives, like regardless of whatever it is, like, you know, I've always made an effort to like, you know, if I, if I go on vacation, I want to try and somehow incorporate work in, into my vacation. If I go, you know, out somewhere, you know, on a trip, somehow I want to incorporate my, my work or incorporate a learning experience or, you know, w- whatever it might be. Um, and, and that's the same thing that you have to do. Like, like when you're out on the doors, you want to see those similarities, you know, being on the door to, you know, whatever it is, like, uh, sitting in a job interview. So like, think back to when you sat in your interview with, with V3 and like, you know, if you had the tools that you have now on the doors, like, well, great, you, you know, you got the job, but imagine how much better that, that job interview might've gone for you. Um, or how much confident, how much more confident you would have been leaving that, you know, what, whatever it is, you can, you can think about any analogy, you know, to, to life. It could be just like we said, meeting the new people in the grocery store, Yeah. whatever, whatever and- the heck it is. You know, it's now it's kind of become this thing where I like and I want to try new things because mm-hmm. and not just like, oh, I'm going to go to a cooking class and learn how to do this. Like, sure. no, something that where I can legitimately like, yeah, fail at. Yeah. Because I'm the new guy. <clears throat> so I can experience and remember that. And then it reminds myself like, well, yeah, you don't know how to do X, Y, Z, but sure. You went out and tried it and now, you, you know, you can. Right. Well. Uh, first off, you just offended all the cooking aficionados that are listening. Um, I failed at cooking. Trust. I took a Thai cooking class, man, and it was. Yeah. I mean, I made some not so great pad Thai. Yeah. Hey, even not great. And then they make you eat your own food afterwards. Oh, of course they do. And it's it's either punishment or (laughs) a gift. Um, No, but I. It's funny that you say that because I did the same thing. um, You know, a couple years back, and, and I tried to do new things that would help me, um, like in, in my role. And, you know, it, it got to the point where, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to do something every day that kind of pushes me and, and pushes me out of my comfort zone. So I do, I mean, you know, random things I'd, uh, you know, I'd talk to the stranger, you know, pushing their cart in the grocery store. I'd go into Starbucks. I'd ask for, you know, a discount. And it's like, who 
like who would think the Starbucks has discounts? Like, you know, it's the, you never know. I totally got a 10% discount. They're like, why do you want a discount? I'm like, just, just cause I'm me just hook it up. She's like, okay, what was 10% it? off. I think Tom Blay, just uh post on his Instagram the other day. He's does the, like these weekly challenges. Okay. And the other day his challenge was this week, go to a grocery store or a coffee shop or something and ask for a discount. Yeah. Off of whatever you're buying. Yeah. It's funny. I was I was nervous when I did yeah. it. I was like, wait, why am I nervous right now? That's actually funny you bring that up because when I first started selling door to door, I like started to realize like everything is negotiable. Everything yeah. is like you can start to create so right. I went and bought ice cream after you know one week of knocking and I found this treat like for a good week. Yeah, it was a treat for getting through that. Yeah. It was rough. <laughs> And I found this tub of ice cream and it like had like this slight like dent in the carton. Yeah. And so I took it up and I was like, Hey, can I get 25% off? Yeah. And she's like, why? And I was like, well, there's this, it's right. damaged. And she's like, it's not going to taste different. And I'm like, I know that that's why I'm buying this one, but can right. I get 25% off because it is? Yeah. And she's like, sure. Yeah. Like, Perfect. Thanks. Totally. I was like, yeah, it's one know. of those things like you just, you don't know in, in, until you ask. Until and yeah, you ask. I, I, I really like that, that, that idea that like, everything in your reality is is negotiable you know like and and taking that in onto the doors into the sale dealing with objections whatever it is like you know usually usually those objections and those no's are just like people like protecting themselves like like think about like um for for any you know parents listening or or any you know people that that aren't parents think about your parents and when you would ask for something like, you know, hey, can I have $20 to go to the movie or can I stay out, you know, extra late tonight or this, that, the other thing, what's the default response? It's usually no. But then there's always like, there's always room to give. And it's just funny that, you know, as you get older, you almost lose that, you know, that desire to, to negotiate or that will to yeah. negotiate. Cause it's like, yeah, cool. A curfew is, you know, 8, 8 p.m. You know, my curfew totally wasn't 8 p.m., but, Curfew is 8 p.m. because I negotiated it later. Um, well, can I stay it started out until, out at six? Start out at six, yeah. Got to work the system, man. Um, you know, and, and you're like, hey, I want to stay out till one o'clock tonight. No way, 8 p.m. You know, come and and you settle on midnight, and you're like, score. Like okay, that, that's what I that's yeah. what I wanted, right? But you know, so many people think like that first answer is is fixed. It's set in stone. It's just it's a safety. It's like, let me. Yeah, let me just put this out there. Yeah, and if we so could that I can stay, protect myself. You know, if we could like harness that relentlessness that we had as like our youth. Oh yeah. It'd be phenomenal. Yeah. Um it's a weird example, but I actually gave a training one time asking reps like, you know, to think of a time that they they like had to negotiate with their parents, like you just said. And and to think about like how did they get out of you know, how did they work their way around it? Mm -hmm. It's the perfect example for them to all understand and like make personal how to work through objections. Totally. Right. Like yeah. that. And you just, they are relentless. Yeah. If you handle a door the same way. Yeah. And it's, it's all about learning, right? You, you learn. I mean, I grew up, you know, my, I had both my parents at home. And if I ever asked my dad first, the question was go ask your mom. Right. Right. I'd go ask my mom first and talk to her a little bit 
And she'd usually say something like, go ask your dad mm -hmm. after I'd already given her the information. Right. So I had like learned how to, to get things from my parents. Right. Hopefully they're not going to listen to this. Yeah. Um, but most of the time it would this start. This is just an example. This is an Never example. Really but nine times out of 10, it would start with, if I wanted to play it smart, I'd go to my mom first. Right. She'd end up saying, that sounds fine, blah, blah, blah. But ask your dad. Mm -hmm. I'd go to my dad, his initial response, go ask your mom. Boom. No dad, I already talked to her. Here's what she said. She just wants your final approval. Right. Oh yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Right. But if I started the other way, it was way always harder to get the answer I wanted. Right. If I went to my dad first. Totally. Yeah. Because then I had to go back to my dad a second time, and he's like, "I don't want to do sure. this." Yeah. Well, and people, you know, it's funny because they, you, you see it a lot where people want to reinvent the wheel. You know, they, yeah. they're, they're like, "Oh no, there, there's a better way. I can, I, I know how to do this." It's like, no, no, guys, we're this is like parent negotiation level, you know, ten right there, where like you know what's coming, you know the you know the system, you know how it goes and and it's just you're plugging yourself in and, and, and you learn that, you know. But but going back to that example, last thing we'll we'll get off this uh, this tangent here. But like, you know, think about <clears throat> it could even be like a, a, a random, you know, child. You go to like a, a barbecue and somebody's got their kids there and and they'll try to like negotiate with you. And it's you know, you, you you it, it's it's a really good example of like polite persistence because most children aren't rude you know yeah but man are they persistent they're like, so persistent you know they have their their sight set on something and they're gonna they're gonna get after it and that's you know weird example odd example but that's the same mindset that, that you want to have is like you have your sight set on this and and you're gonna push through and you're gonna get reach that objective and and you want to do it polite you know, because everybody listening to this uh, is at the disadvantage that they're not a cute little child. Yeah. You know, trying to get a... We don't have that smile or anything. Yeah, piece of candy or whatever. Um, um, one last little just kind of thought to that is just keep that in mind as you're going through. Find something every day that allows for you to be able to, like, learn. You know, right. that, that was my whole thing was I started out with I've got to be learning this. My mindset was I'm not good at this yet. My mindset was... You go out and do this and you're going to learn and develop and figure this out. And even still, when I go out into the field, you know, I'm obviously going to, to generate new business, but I want to learn something every time I'm out mm -hmm. there. And, and how do I, how do I take it, you know, a little bit farther? How do I move around this or, or whatever? So right. there's always a, there's, for me, there's, there's always a workaround. hundred percent. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's wrap up here. I, I want to leave everybody with a quote. Um, that I, that I really like, and it, it, it ties into this, um, uh, success is a result of hard work, preparation and learning from failure. And so as you guys are going out and, and approaching the doors, um, think about that. Like, do you have those pieces of the, the puzzle in place? Do you have the hard work? Do you have the preparation? And, and are you learning from your failures? Um, are, are you going at it with the right mindset? that's that's what you want to do um anyways thanks for thanks for checking it out guys um make sure to like and subscribe uh give us a, a rating on itunes or stitcher um spotify wh wherever you guys are listening check out v3university.com i've been plugging v3u it's dead link let's go to v3university.com 
um, to find some of the content that we've been talking about, the four levels of the pitch, the overcoming objections, all that fun stuff. And we'll see you next time. Thanks. Thanks for coming. You're welcome. All right.